Welcome to Moving Upstream Without a Paddle, the podcast that helps develop a mindset for success. I'm your host, Dr. Garrett Goggins, but most people call me Dr. G. Now, I've dedicated my life to helping others understand that if you have the proper mindset, you can propel yourself up that proverbial stream with no paddle needed. Now, if you're constantly feeling like you're going against the flow, but you're never happy with your results, it's really time to flip your mindset. If that's something that you're ready to do, you've come to the right place. Now let's get to it. Okay, like I said, I have a really another special guest, it's Amanda Hinnon. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> I'm actually excited about this one because she's a little crazy and we like crazy. Crazy is fun. <laughs> I think it's going to be out of the ordinary for what I usually have as guests on um, on the podcast. And not that we're not don't have fun, right? It's just that it tends to be a little bit more serious. And there's a couple that are crazy, but not in the fun kind of cra- <laughs> crazy. <part. laughs> that I feel that you're going to be right. So um, we have some that. I've had I've had guests that just just go off the cuff and they they unfiltered and uncut is the way they live, and that's and that's cool and it's fun that way. But I yeah. think you're 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 a different kind of fun, right? You're the you're the fun fun and not just the oh what did that guy just say type. Fun. Yeah, I'm a good time, not usually in jail kind of good time. Usually <laughs> just like having fun with kids kind of good time. We just had a huge Halloween party for. We were outside. We're on almost an acre, so everybody was, you know, yeah, everybody had their space. But yeah, it was a good time. I'm that kind of a good time. You're that kind of a good time. <laughs> well, that's cool. So what we're gonna do is we're just gonna open up the mic to you to just to, again just tell whatever it is you feel inspired to tell, and we'll go from there. We'll just show people, you know, what kind of good time you can actually be. All right. All right. Challenge accepted. <laughs> So then you just want me to, I just start talking. We're live. Are people watching us live right now? Where are we live at? uh, We are live on Facebook right now. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We are live. We have one person watching. Oh, who's watching? That I don't know yet. Oh, we have an audience. All right. (laughs) That's fun. That is fun. So, and let's... I, I took YouTube off because I think that it was playing havoc with my camera the last interview I had. So we're just going to try this. And if I look blurry and you look awesome, then I look blurry and you look awesome. Or if I look blurry and you look awesome, then I look blurry and you look awesome. There you go. So, yeah, just talk. Just any, just whatever. I mean, what's, what's going on with you right now? I know you have you have a lot. So what's, whatever you d- decide to talk about is what I do have about. a lot. Well, so currently what's going on with me, I have, we're, we're like decompressing after Halloween. Like I said, we just hosted a monster, pun intended, Halloween <laughs> party. And it was so much fun. So we were the Franken family with my newly installed silver stripe. I got my husband who's bald, but I bought him this like 80s rocker band wig, which he loved. He just walked around like this one, like, bro. <laughs> it was really cute. And then the baby, we painted green and did, uh, you know, the stitches. And Charlie, well, Charlie was a, he, his mask didn't come, so we had to impromptu, and he refused to be painted green. So he was, he was politically incorrect all night. <laughs> but anyway. We had about 30 third graders and their parents, and they all stayed. And we live on the end of a street with two cul-de-sacs, so it's not a through street. So Charlie and I, not this last weekend, but the weekend before, went door to door and asked the neighbors. We've never met all of our neighbors. We've been here a year and a half. And we asked the neighbors if they would participate in trick-or-treating with us on the 30th instead of the 31st because we weren't. We didn't, we didn't go on it. We weren't planning on it. That's why we did the party because I didn't want to go trick-or-treating. I don't know who's participating. The world's gone sideways. Things are weird. Trick-or-treating. Right. We just kind of canceled it. But I wanted them to get to do something. And so we went to all the neighbors and quite a few said, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought that was so cool. And then we had 
like a third grade rager. We had a huge party. We had games. We had a haunted house in the garage. We had like we hung donuts from a broomstick, and they had to try and eat them without using their hands. Nice. It was really funny. Yes, it was really funny. So we had just a really fun time, right? It was like food and chicken nuggets and mummy dogs, hot dogs wrapped in crescent rolls. Right, right. You know, yes, you know what mummy dogs are. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, see, right? Exactly. Everyone knows what mummy dogs Anyway, so we're just kind of coming down from that. And then I also have... Well, I do real estate here locally in Colorado Springs, Monument, Tri Lakes area. And I have the Homeschool Heroes business, which I originally thought we launched on my birthday, beginning of October, which has not been tweaking and fixing and tweaking and fixing the website this whole month. So we're not exactly launched, but I do have a handful of teachers in the pipeline that are getting ready to develop listings. So homeschool heroes, right? Nobody knows what that is but me and maybe you. <laughs> homeschool heroes is a platform where teachers and families can get together and get their student needs taken care of. So think of it like if care.com and Airbnb got together and had an educational baby. <laughs> it would be homeschool heroes and so teachers can come and develop a listing like an airbnb listing only it's a listing for services that they are providing so like for me this is also what's currently happening in my household my children all have the sniffles and my husband is now starting to sniffle too and so because of that they're quarantined at home for 10 days and so if there was a teacher out there that would be brave enough to come into my home i would pay her or him whatever they want an hour to help the children stay on track. Charlie had six days of schoolwork. I mean, he's in third grade, so it's not that hard to stuff, but mm -hmm. six days of schoolwork that I think we got like two days done. So that is kind of the one of the areas or one listing that a teacher could provide services for. And they could do that on a group setting to help with distance learning. They could do that one-on-one. -on -one. They could offer English classes, French classes, biology classes. They could offer their own curriculum, whatever they want. And then also hoping to have private schools in as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's cool. And so with everything that's going – so, so obviously my podcast is really geared around mindset. And yeah. So why why I was really excited to have you on is because you are um, all those things and a mom, right? And so oh, yeah. of, of little ones, of of ones that still require your time and yes. and your energy and yeah. and still want your time and your energy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so, they're like little leeches. They're stuck to my face and I can't get them off. Right. There's and one he, right now. <laughs> I have one right now. And, He's and you, but you, we're looking at us. <laughs> but you've done this and you've taken on more, more. Uh, so I, I know that the, some of the, the background with homeschool heroes is it started with your brother and then you sort of just, just took it over. Uh, yes. So he doesn't have kids. So I don't know that it was as important to him. So last spring when the world went sideways and these kids of mine came home from school, I had a one in a half year old at that point in time, which is even more labor intensive than the almost two year old, he'll be two on Thursday. Um, way more labor intensive as far as small, tiny children go. And then right. two kids who are really good students and really intelligent kids. My eighth grader skipped homeschool. I mean, he was seventh grade at the time, but I get an email from his teacher saying that he skipped homeschool and I'm like, what? What do you, how do you, what? I'm like, what? Right. And then at the end of the school year, Charlie asked for a better teacher. Like, mom, you suck. <laughs> and my brother saw all of that. That's So my title is officially the catalyst for homeschool heroes because it wasn't my idea. I'm just kind of the one stirring things up and trying to get as many eyeballs and as many teachers in as we can to help as many families as we can. So, yeah, no, it was really, it It was hatched from last spring when everybody had to come home. And those of us that aren't teachers, I have, my real estate business is very successful too, which is, yay, yay right. which is awesome. Yeah. And so I like, 
I didn't have time or like, I'm like, no, I don't. I mean, I'm talking to Charlie and I'm like, can we just, you know, the answers, can we just skip the video and answer the questions? He's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so that's where the idea came from. And yes, it was originally my brother's idea and he doesn't have kids. And so I don't think it was as important. Mm -hmm. Maybe I don't want to say that because it was a really genius, brilliant idea. But it is about mindset. And so maybe his mindset wasn't quite in the right place. Definitely not in the same place as where mine was. And so I ended up taking it over and running. Yeah, and that that's to me is so impressive because with when I talk to people about wanting to start, you know, being an entrepreneur or doing something on their own, a lot of the excuses that I get is I will, I don't want to lose time with my family, or right? I have kids who depend on me, so I don't have time to do this. And, and I looked at Amanda, I'm going, well, if there's the epitome of a person who can not only do it, but doing it very well, um, that kind of just takes, and I don't, I don't want to call it an excuse because it's, it's everybody's perception of reality is different. Yeah. And so time is one of those huge perceptions that people either think they have or they don't have. Time is a time is a construct that's kind of made up that is an easy out for a lot of people. So, you know, it could be an excuse, but really, and perception is reality. So those people that feel like they're too busy to do that, they're too busy to do that, you know? I get it. Right, yeah. And and I, I don't want to discount that because again, it, right? The perception is there, but I, I want—I always want to get to to make a, a lot of the change or whatever that we're going to go through. There's an awareness aspect that goes on top of it. So yeah. some of these people may honestly feel like they don't have time, and then they look at somebody who's actually doing it, and then the awareness comes in. It's like, well, hey, if she can do it, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. If I can, I can do it, anybody can do it. I'm a huge failure, hundreds and hundreds of times over. <laughs> not kidding. Like I am a professional failure. And so you just keep getting back up and smiling. And I also take full days off. Like I have days where I am crazy productive and I get a week's worth of business done in like one day that would have been yesterday. And I have days where I take the entire day off. Like we had party Friday night, Saturday was clean up and tear down for the most part. There's still some haunted hallway in the garage that needs to be folded and put away. But <laughs> I took pretty much all of Sunday off and I gave the baby his iPad and I sent the other kids outside to go play with their friends and I did nothing. I did nothing. And that's okay. Like, that's okay. You have that's to okay. move with the law of rhythms, right? There's a rhythm to life and you have to get in it and feel it and be okay with it and not beat yourself up when you need to take some time for yourself. Right. And so when, yeah. when you're going through the, I guess I want to, I want to kind of understand the, um, I don't even know how to say it. So, cause we're talking about mindset. So you know how to say it. Let, let's go through, let's go through the thought process of Amanda. Right. So when, <laughs> when, when homeschool heroes came out and it, it's a wonderful idea. I mean, I think it's very needed in, in the situation that, that, or the state that we're in nowadays yes. um, that, but it's, it's still, it's, it's an added thing for you. So what is, what was going on in, in your head saying, and obviously I know that you're, well, it's important. I think it's needed, but okay. How are you going to manage this? How did, how did Amanda's mind manage everything that was <laughs> so, go, go. so here in Amanda land, there's not a lot of, um, what do I want to say? I don't follow thoughts through. I have great ideas and jump. Or someone has, in this case, my brother had a great idea and I jump. So like potential consequences that could come along the way, I don't, like they don't occur to me in the beginning. I don't sit and think, think things through. That's what I wanna say. Gotcha. I don't think things through. I run at the speed of light and jump off the edge of a cliff. Like. Right, right. And I mean, they're going to grow wings and land on my face. I've landed on my face more times than I've grown wings. However, the wings are really big now, and it's really kind of cool. But <laughs> I, I just, so 
So it's in, it's inspired thought and inspired action. I meditate every morning, every morning. Like if it's only for five minutes, it's only for five minutes, but I'm able to literally shut my brain off and have zero thought for five minutes to, you know, upwards of however long I, I can. Right. But that's the, that's probably the only thing that I do every single day that's primary to my success, to anybody's success, really. Once you're able to shut your brain off, then you are in alignment and you can be receiving from our creator, mm. from the creator who creates universes, who were designed in his image. So in that, we get to create too. That's why we're here is to create. Our whole job is to create. So once you become a deliberate creator and you start to realize that you can have those ideas coming in, mm -hmm. you start really wanting and needing and knowing that you need to be in that space. And then once you practice being in that space, it gets harder and harder and harder to get knocked out of that space. So other people coming at you with whatever they might be having going on that day isn't as impactful as it might have been six months ago or six years ago for sure right, right, right. so I, yeah i operate almost entirely out of inspired and the, and i feel like i'm in alignment so much so now that i i see the little god wings the synchronicities the the things that pop up one of my favorites my marketer i love him i love him dearly he, he and his wife are this amazing business couple and they are helping me build this website and helping me. He's an entrepreneur mentor, I guess you could say. And so he's, he, they're, he's helping me tremendously. But on this particular day, he, he's from France and his wife is from China and they are trying to get citizenship. And another friend of ours, you know Priya, right? Yes. She just got her citizenship over the summer, right? So on this particular morning, I did my meditation and I got the weirdest things. I got Priya. And I'm like, I haven't. I haven't thought of Priya in like a couple of months at this point. I haven't talked to her in even longer. I got um, The Science of Getting Rich, the book, and Christmas Vacation in like 10 minutes in my meditation that morning. I'm like, this is bizarre. This is just me and my crazy head and whatever. Mm -hmm. And I went to see my marketer and sitting on his desk was The Science of Getting Rich. He started talking about how they're struggling on getting their citizenship. And I said, my friend, Priya just got her citizenship. Let me connect you guys. Like, totally, totally bizarre, right? And right, then I right. come home and I'm sitting in my office. My husband comes in the office, this where we're at right now, office. And he sits over here and I'm sitting at my desk over there and the dog is laying on the floor and he looks at the dog and quotes Christmas vacation. Wow, look at you. <laughs> so when things like that happen, it just gives me goosebumps again, which to me is just confirmation and validation that I'm on the right path. I'm doing the I'm right and wrong are also, they're like time. They're just kind of constructs that we talk about anyway. Right. Yeah. So, so I, it's just, I know, I know that I know that I know that I'm on the right path, that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, that it was an inspired idea that needed to be carried through. And that's what I do. Yeah, well, that's awesome. I actually was telling, I have a, a client, well, I'm going to use the term loosely, a client. It's, it's, um, it's, but we were talking and she was just telling me, she's, she's trying to find that purpose, right? She's trying to go through, she goes, I don't know what I want to do in life. And, and um, so we're just kind of walking her through some things. And I told her, and maybe you should meditate. Maybe you should calm the mind because the frustration is coming because there's too much clutter that's going through and you can't pick yes. out what what you're needed and so when you can calm that mind those inspirations just tend to come to you and literally that's how the moving upstream without a paddle actually came about i right. was in this i was in this meditation well i had a friend that said i was wanting to write a book i had a friend that said you should write this should be the title and the title was pretty good but it just wasn't the one like it just I was like yeah it's pretty good I like it and I was meditating and just and it was with those random thoughts that you think are 
what you're not supposed to have when you meditate, you know, and, right. and it, it you think it's one of your own that you're just trying to like that needs to be let go and you come back, but it's actually the one. Exactly. And I, I it's like, oh, that's cool. I like that idea. And then from there, and it doesn't take long once you get those inspirations. And you, for you, what happened without the day? And I, it went from writing the book to developing um, the uh, the mindset program to starting the podcast to, and then it's just going from there. And so it's it's an inspired thought, and they do happen. But you have to calm this point to actually listen to that that. Whatever you yeah. want to call it, you know, the, 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 the source, the Holy Spirit, whatever it is you want to call yeah. it, 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 yeah. it is going to come in that it's way. It's all the same. It's yeah. the stuff that creation is made out of. It's right. Whatever you want to call it. But you have to shut your brain down. You have to. Yeah. You have to be able to do it. And it's and it takes practice for some people. I feel bad for those people out there who have crazy anxiety and racing thoughts. And I have a very good friend. I told her, I said, you need to start meditating. She's like, I don't even know what that means. And I had a space heater going. And I said, just listen to that heater. I said, just listen to it. Focus focus on the sound of the heater. And then if you have thoughts come through your head, just acknowledge them and send them on. Acknowledge them, send them on. Acknowledge them, send them on. Until they start to slow down. Focus on the sound of the heater. I said, just set an alarm for five minutes and see if you, I said, even if you can do it for 10 seconds, you're on your way. Right. And when you get, and then you're rewiring your brain. So once you get 10 seconds, then the next day you might get 30. And then the next day you might get a whole minute where you can have total silence in your head. And I mean, I'm no pro. I'm still practicing. I've been meditating every day since February when I started on my mindset journey i guess we could say right? Right, right so most of every day i would say five out of seven days i'm meditating and so in that i'm no i am no pro right but i'm i am now very good at being able to shut my brain down at least for a few minutes and stop the momentum of where i'm at most of the time momentum is you say upstream and i would say downstream the momentum is in the flow the we'll flow. say that right? We can say in the flow. And so most of the time, that's where my momentum is. But if I get into a negative or the kids or whatevering, which they can still get me sometimes, you know, and so, or a lot of times, I wouldn't say a lot of times, but they can still get me. So if I get into a wobbly place where I can feel myself moving more into a negative space, I'll shut down. I'll make the kids, I'm like, I'm done. And I'll go sit and meditate for a few minutes and try and get the ship rewrited. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just that important. It really is that important because once you realize how easy it is to be in stream, in the stream of, of ideas coming in and of happy thoughts and fun times, once you realize that it's just that easy, you're just, when you're having fun and when you're in a, when you feel content, satisfied, happy, you're having fun, you're in that, you're in that. And when you're in that, then the thoughts that you're having, they're, you're receiving them. You're in a place of receiving. And so once you're in there for a while, you just want to stay because yeah. you know all the good stuff is coming. Right. Because right. everything's always working out for us, right? Yeah. yeah. And well, then there's a, there's a couple things. So the, um, the fact and it's an important thing to remember is that when you feel your like you said, I feel myself getting to the negative space. The important thing is to be conscious of that. And people don't realize that they are in this negative because they live there, right? To yeah. them, it's home. And right. until they get out of that that situation and get to the, a positive space, then they look at the negative and go, oh, I don't like that. I had a friend who was staying with me for a little while. He he was going through some hard times and I was telling him he came into to the house and, you know, and anybody who walks into my house says, my gosh, just this, the energy in here is, is relaxed and it's and it's peaceful. And it's and like, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I keep it that way. I, I like it. <laughs> I like it that yeah. way. And I told him, I said, you know, you're going to go back into where you were and you're going to you're going to see you're going to feel the chaos. You're going to feel that negative energy and you're not going to like it anymore because you pulled yourself out of that. And then it becomes a little bit more. 
uh, it's a little easier to recognize when you get there, but when you live in that space, so we have to get you out first and then you can recognize that and say, Oh, okay. And then you can use your God given will to change the thoughts. Right. Those are very good points that I don't think about very often with other people. I just roll through life assuming everybody is in the exact same place I am. And they're not. <laughs> but but when you are with me, then you can be because I will drag your ass straight up to where I'm at every time. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> you have no choice because if you're being grumpy and negative, I'm not going to go there with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're either going to come have fun with me or I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm leaving you there. Yeah. But, but that's important. I think when you get to be with around the people, so we, we all run around in the same circles. Like there's the, the, the percentage of people who have the mindset that we kind of go through life with is um, it's few and far between, right? And, and it really that's a lot of our goals is, and that's why we I have the podcast and all these other little things is, hey, come, come 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 to the light side not the dark side this is better over here we, we actually do have better cookies over here right and exactly. uh, <laughs> so but that's important that when people come into our presence that they feel that there's something different about us and i think that's a whole thing like if we talk about in in christianity or what the bible says and there's an aspect that they say you know he says they'll know you because you're different and that should be all encompassing of who you are right and so when people come into that situation and go oh my gosh you, you are different there's something different about you and they should be drawn to that and I, yes. that's that's i have a friend who says this all the time and i just kind of picked up on it is that's just a beautiful thing it's just a beautiful thing when that happens it is. it is a beautiful thing and i i love like all of all of the stuff that we've been studying anyway is all you can fact check all of it in the bible I've read the whole. I've read the Old Testament like three times, and I've read the whole Bible through, and all of the cast your cares upon me. I mean, all of it, all of it. There are so many parables that are parallel to having a positive mindset and maintaining and being mindful of what you say and being mindful of how you think. I mean, it's all, it's all in there, and it is, and we do, we do, right? We draw people to us. It's very interesting. You know, I've got coming <laughs> coming these days and it, i and i i love it i love all of it it's yeah. a lot of fun right right oh i agree and i think that the the other aspect that when you get into the state and i this is probably why it's just and i honestly had did not know you outside of this situation so i don't know where you were before but that whole i just get the the inspiration i go with it there's there's a matter of faith that goes behind that, right? But what, what's backing the faith is that you have this, pre, this, this already determined knowledge of, I know it's going to be okay, even if I, as you say, fall on my face. That's yeah. all right. It's okay. Yeah. At least I went for it, and I. I know. If I, if he's going to take care of the birds in the sky and the flowers in the field, how much better is he going to take care of me? You know what I mean? Like that faith is there. And I mean, for me, that faith is relatively new, only in the last six or seven years. But even merging that with the mindset that I have now has been very easy for me to do. And so I think that's why it's been easy to maintain a positive outlook. I mean, positivity was has, has been my number one strength, according to Strength Finders. I don't know if you're familiar with Strength Finders, but positivity was my number one strength. And then like relationship building stuff influencing stuff those are all the follow-up strengths under positivity but yeah yeah the faith is a huge aspect of it and you have to be able to let go if you and that's probably a practice skill as well yeah. but you have to just let go the more you can let go and allow into your life and just let it flow right mm -hmm. just right release your tension, release your resistance, and let go of all of it, everything's going to start to improve. Yeah. And rapidly. rapidly. Very rapidly. And there's and there's all kinds of things that you have, you have to, I personally, and I'm still in that process, of, is letting go of that self-image of just mm -hmm. 
when you because there is that faith aspect right and i have to say to myself sometimes that you don't have to be in control of how how it turns out you just have to go right once you go and just again use that faith and let go and go within that flow right you don't you don't know you don't need to know the how you just need to to do the do right right mm -hmm. and that was has always been a hard thing for me is it, and I don't want to say I would break into an analysis paralysis, but I did have to have, okay, well, what's, the, what's my process? What's, what do I do? And what's the steps? And there are no steps. The first, the step is take the first one. There you go. I mean, for, for different people, having steps can be distraction enough from the analysis paralysis mm -hmm. that they're able to release some of that resistance and tension in the process of having right. the process. For me, that would just like drive me batty. But for some people, it's very, it's very worthwhile, and it's and it works tremendously. So hang on to that. It could be very, it could be beneficial for you. I needed to take a time out to give a quick shout out to my friends and sponsor, Tabala Cuisine. If you're a local to the Colorado Springs area, I would strongly suggest to go to their website at tabalacuisine.com, find out their next location, and rush over to put your taste buds in a state of bliss. The food is amazing. And truly, there really is no better way to prepare yourself for flipping your mindset than to get into a positive space with good friends and good food. So go see my good friends Jasper Axelrad and the crew at Tabala Cuisine today. You'll be happy that you did. I yeah, I mean maybe I I'm finding more of a hindrance. I find that if oh, I, I need to, I need to just take at least take a step, right? And once yeah. I get that first step going, then yeah. I can I can see how things start to fall in place. But I I wanted to sit back and say, okay, I need to have five steps ahead before I take that first. And mm -hmm. that it, it wasn't working. And I found when I took that first step, I realized what the second step was. And then I realized what the third step was. And, and it just kind of flowed from there. And, and how, how things are working, I have learned to just trust in, in that in, in itself is a process. And once I determined, hey, that this in itself is a process, I was actually okay to, to move forward with that. But yeah. I wish a lot of times, at least in the past, that I could say, Great thought. Let's go. Let's go. And it just <laughs> hang out with me more often, and you'll catch right on. It's very easy. You're just like, ooh, let's do that. <laughs> and off you go. That's how we ended up with the bonus baby. And now he's a toddler. And I'm like, man, I didn't think this through very much. <laughs> he doesn't like the time change. <laughs> so, sleeping oh. at night has been a little bit challenging. So anyway, I'm. It's a good idea, right? You just a good idea. Yeah. Go with good ideas. <laughs> so outside of outside of the um, the meditation, which I it's it's very important. What other little things do you do? That sorry, uh, my thirteen year olds harassing me. That's okay. It's it's all good. <laughs> um, what other little things do you do to kind of keep your? Because again, I mean, I don't know a whole lot of people who have as much going on as you do. I mean, I know people who have really? multiple businesses, but you have like, you have the, and that, that just means I don't know them. I'm not saying they don't exist, yeah. right? But you have, I, mean, I don't know. I guess I don't probably know people that have as much going on as I do either. Now that we stop and think about it. So it's, yeah, it's just, and it really boils down to, you have the family, you have two businesses, you are going through certain trains and, and you, we're part of Titus's book. We talked about that when I had Titus on there. So you wrote a chapter in his book. I, you might even be writing a book as well. Who knows? I don't know what's going Not on. Not yet. I did start a book about 10 years ago, How to Talk to Your Big Dumb Animal, which <laughs> my husband coined that term. I didn't coin that term. But it was essentially on how to speak to men. And you just have to be direct. Like we could write the whole book and just say, be direct. And that's the whole thing. But when I went to, I had it all on my phone in the notes section. I had thousands of words. When my husband updated like his iPad or something, it erased the whole thing. So, Oof. right. It's just one of the, I was like, I was upset for a while. And I'm like, whatever, it's not time or whatever. Right. Right. Little things that I do really, really insist on 
fun. I sing really loud. I listen to really loud music. I dance a lot. <laughs> I will wear a tiara while I'm cleaning if I want to. And I recently found my roller skates again. So I'll probably be roller skating soon. Soon. That's 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 awesome. So I don't know what happened to my fun bone. Um, apparently, I lost it somewhere between. No way. I, well, my kids, my kids, <laughs> they make fun of me because they will come in and oh blah 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 something exciting happened. I'm like oh that's great. She's like, Aren't you excited? And I I'm like yeah. I was like this is this is my excited face. This, this is- <laughs> We're gonna have to work on that. We're gonna have to work on it considerably. Yeah, but I feel your teeth more if you're excited. Uh, well, I told you when you got on this, I said, "Look, I, I, you know, this is gonna be great because it's like yin and yang here. I'm more reserved, and and I don't know because I used to be more not this reserved, and I don't know if I just got. I don't know what happened. I really don't. But I need to get back to it." Because when your kids start making fun of you about your excited face, then we have, there's there's a problem. How old are your kids? Uh, 13. No, he just turned 14. Sorry, 14, 15, and then my daughter is 28. So then you should do whatever they do, and that will help bring you some more fun. So really, like at my house, we're most blessed to have a toddler, which is very trying sometimes but at the same time he is 100 percent connected he is he remembers everything that we are trying to remember that we're trying to get back to he is happy all the time he is connected to his source he is connected to his god and he remembers and knows how to do that the kid's an instant manifester right because he gets what he wants all the time so having that and being able to watch that if things are starting to side slide sideways a little bit, I can easily set whatever crap I have going on aside and just watch him for five or 10 minutes, just living his best toddler life, jumping off of the furniture, dancing, spinning in circles. I told and my oldest, he goes, mom, one day we should just have a toddler day where we all just run around doing what Max does. And I'm like, what a great idea. Because he started just running. He goes, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and he runs everywhere he goes. Mm-hmm. And so it's just that bouncy noise running. Every, I mean, and it's just, if you can really take a step back and observe this kid in action, A, it's hilarious. And B, it's just, it's, pure you know what i mean it's pure in a way that we don't have anymore it is a hundred percent innocent it is a hundred percent in alignment with his maker all the time unless he's doing something that i'm like no i'm sorry you can't tear the door off the cabinet stop hanging on that and then he gets mad and then we have to get over it but you know what i mean like yeah very blessed to have that kind of connection to source in my house and in my life so that we can emulate some of that Mm-hmm. Right. So we have our our listener is Patrick uh, Murakami. I don't know if you know Patrick, but uh, Patrick's a good friend. Um, he says oh. that uh, roller skates that that was his jam. Yeah. Right. And then Mine's been celebrity disco on him, and they're awesome. I have I the last time I went I used roller skates. I want to say my kids were probably in elementary school still, and I would I would go to Skate City night with them and and roller skate and. So that's something that you could go do and have fun. Just, I mean, I would take your kids with you so you don't look like a creepy dude in the roller rink by yourself. <laughs> right, right. Or we could all go. It would be fun if they're still open. I don't know what's happening in the world today. I don't watch the news at all. But I've recently heard things like uh, play Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, isn't Fortnite the one that has the cool dances on it? Yeah. That's I think it is. My kids can do those. Yeah. Or what I did for my birthday with a friend of mine, we went and bought gift cards. I went and bought $100 worth of gift cards to King Super, and I stood out front, and I handed out $5 gift cards to everybody that came in for like five minutes. And I did it for a promotion for my chiropractor because Balance Chiropractic is awesome. And I would hand out a gift card and say, here's a loaf of bread on Balance Chiropractic. 
here's a gallon of milk on Balanced Chiropractic. Buy a pumpkin from Balanced Chiropractic. And they're like, oh, where do you work? I'm like, I don't work there. <laughs> this is a good friend of mine, and we're having small business promotion day or whatever. And then we went and took ducks. I don't know. Have you have heard, you heard of Duck Duck Jeep for the Jeep Wranglers? It's a thing. It's out there. Started no, in Canada. Bree, Bree told me about it, and she said she wanted to elevate the game and add a gift card to the ducks because we put them on Jeep Wranglers. And so Heather and I went because she drives a not Heather Anderson, Heather, other Heather, um, Christine. We went and duck duck jeeped Jeep Wranglers and got a she got a hundred dollars because she drives a Jeep Wrangler, so she got a bunch of gift cards for Starbucks and we put a whole bunch on them and tied them around the neck of the duck and we went out and found Jeep Wranglers and put little rubber ducks with Starbucks cards on them and it was just fun. I mean, right? That's fun. awesome. That's actually right? really cool. There's really good it's ideas. Fun. It's fun. fun. It's no. fun. You can do it too. It'll be fun. You know, I. I, I I don't want to say I don't have fun. I do. Like, we didn't go this year probably just because of COVID. And I don't even know what they were. But every year, uh, my wife and I we we um, we do haunted house. Like literally, we'll go from haunted house to haunted house to haunted house to haunted house. Yay! Love it. Love it. Love it. It's the most fun. And so I mean, I, I'll do things like that. But yeah like fortnite i you know i've never i just i stink at video games but that doesn't mean yeah, i yeah. can't play them right i just know that my son well my youngest son kicks all of our butts at video games and my oldest son hates it so so this is my challenge to you okay two uh, dances from fortnite and practice them with your son probably the 13 year old 14 year old see if he can help you you can level your game up if you video them and yeah. put them for all of us to see. So they actually they actually told me that they love the fact that they don't have a dad that tries to do the Fortnite dances. Do it. It'd be fun. They don't want me to. They're like, no. Nah, right. I'll find something to do with them, though. We'll figure it out, and I will video it. We'll, we'll make Everybody's it idea of fun is different. Like we were saying earlier, perception is reality. So but I, I know that there's a fun guy in there because your sweater is super fun. I like it. Oh, I love the sweater. It's my favorite. Right? It's, my it's favorite. awesome. It's red. We're rolling it's right into Christmas. I mean, Thanksgiving will be in there somewhere too, but it's almost time to start decorating. Uh, Patrick wants to see me do the dances, so maybe it's it's a. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not. It's not. So it's not. I mean, like you're asking your kids for coaching help because you're trying to have a good time right. with them or without them. If they don't want to help you coach, that's fine. But you could just do it for fun. Get the answer. True. True. All right, I'm going to accept your challenge. It's going to happen. It's going to be out in the video. It's I'm doing a thing um, for 30 days of podcasting or going live. So I will make the dances one of my uh, one of my lives. That'll be awesome. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for a challenge. Did you ever know those people that that can't do can't turn down a dare? Like if you double dog dare them, they just half that was you you were that person <laughs> probably this girl yes yes that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> i would do i almost drove my old dead car off of a cliff into a lake oh yeah i didn't but i like almost. yeah but i mean it had a cracked exhaust manifold that thing wasn't getting fixed it was getting donated to the scrapyard so i'm like Screw it. Let's drive it off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> so, so really, I mean, we kind of just jumped off on this tangent, but that to you is how you keep yourself sane is just to make sure that you go insane. <laughs> it's, yes. You go, you have fun and, and just be crazy and off the cuff and, and just enjoy life. And that keeps you grounded when it comes to everything else. If, if, if this is what I'm picking up on this whole conversation that we're having. Yes. And I have never given two hot shites about what anybody thinks about me or my ideas or my crazy or what I'm doing or what I'm not doing or, and I'm apolitical. So I think that helps them too. I don't get wrapped around the axle about politics and I don't watch the news at all. Not even a little bit. I watch very little TV. Actually, my son and I watch a couple of like FBI murder mystery kind of shows, but like, I, I do my own thing, and I really always have. Yeah. And quite frankly, I encourage everyone else to do the same thing. 
I think that's really good advice. Really good. I don't watch the news either. I watch documentaries. Yeah, good. That's awesome. Knowledge that's, is power, man. That's cool. Apparently, that, that's I don't know. That's boring to some people, but I love my sister and I both. We we will get together and like, oh, did you watch this document? Did you watch that documentary? Did you watch this? Oh, you should watch this one. So you do know how to have fun. Everybody's fun is different. So you have fun watching documentaries. Yeah, you have yeah. watch parties with your sister. That's awesome. Should we don't watch them together? We should. We could. Might be my, fun. My biggest one lately, I've and it's not a documentary. Well, I guess this is a documentary. I've been watching this show on um, on Gaia with uh, Greg Braden. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to remember the show. Trying to remember the show. The Missing Links. Cool. It's amazing. Yes, amazing. I watched Rewired and I loved it. Oh, yes. Oh, Rewired is awesome too. Yeah. With, uh, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Uh-huh. Yeah, and th- these th- both these shows complement each other very well. But one uh-huh. really just gets into because you know they, they're both into the new science, right? And I guess that's the term that is saying you know breaking down of of the different ways that our thoughts and our minds are really working, and that there is just this field that's around us that what that they just disagreed with in the past, and so that's. Greg Braden's the same, and he's just just as just as amazing in in a completely different way. But he's, yeah. I, I love I love them both. So that's the kind of thing that I've been I've been watching. That's yeah. my fun. That's my fun right there. See, so you just need to reshape what you're actually saying to people. You are a good time. You're a good time for people who like to do nonfiction documentaries. The dancing on Fortnite is just pushing you out of your comfort zone a tiny bit, which is good. For people who have a comfort zone, they should be shoved out of it. For the rest of us, sorry. (laughs) We unapologetically don't have a comfort zone, so we're kind of everywhere all at the same time. But, see, you you do too have a good time. It's just different than what my good time looks like. Own that. You own that. I do. I will own it. I do have good. I have a good time on the podcast through this thing called Poddex. Can't see it because the sun. So I we're we're getting close to the end here. And what I do is I like to take this Poddex interview deck and it's just random questions. Do it that I'm going to ask you, and then we both have to answer. Let's do it. Let's do it. And it usually takes about the rest of the time. So this should be fun. All right. What things do you do every day that you wish could be automated? Brushing my teeth. It's as automated as I can get. Or taking a shower. If I could have a machine that would pull me out of bed, plug me into the shower, and then brush my teeth, that would be amazing. That's a good one. So I, I, I've actually ran into this question before, and, I, and I, I'm going to keep the answer the same because it's still the same. My automations is cooking and doing the dishes. Oh, I make the kids do that. Well, my my kids are half on, half off. So when they're here, they help out. But when it's just mm-hmm. me, and when they're here, I don't mind cooking for them. But I don't like cooking for me. I think I just have better things to do with my life than. than I cooking. don't cook at all. I am not historically known for cooking. So you don't need it automated. You just have someone else do it for you and call it good. Yeah. I like it. I like it. That, that's what I need. Well, well, so this will this next one will lead right into that then. <laughs> Which celebrity chef would you most like to make you dinner since you don't like cooking? Probably Gordon Ramsay because he and I would stand in the kitchen and just curse at each other. <laughs> Cuz I swear like a sailor. Speaking of sailors, there's my husband. He was a sailor. So, anyway, Gordon Ramsay has to be Gordon Ramsay. Because it would be a lot of fun, and we would just scream at each other. <laughs> call each other donkeys? Yeah, it'd be fun. It'd be fun. It'd be a good time. Right? Swearing is very therapeutic. I highly recommend it for everybody. It, 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 yes, it's very expressive. I was talking to somebody else about that the other day, too, about how, you know, with all the cuss words or swear words and how it's a faux pas but it's just it's just being expressive you're just being an expressive nature and it's yes you're being expressive and it's therapeutic if you're finding yourself in a negative space (laughs) 
Does it pull or you aggressive out? if you're in a positive space. <laughs> right. You know, and, and I don't know. I'm trying to, as we're talking, I'm trying to extend this conversation out because I think Gordon Ramsay is really the only chef's name that I know. Me too. I wasn't going to say that, but that's the only one I know. Maybe Bobby Flay? Bobby Flay, that's another one. Yes, yes. I do watch Food Network on occasion, but yeah, Gordon Ramsay's probably the only one that like rolled right out, right? But also I love how much he just yells at all of his people. I think it's hilarious. He is the best. I have a friend who is he's a great he wanted to be a chef in a past life. Wow. And and he we were constantly trying to get him to go on that show because he could win. Like literally he's he's good. That would have been cool. But yeah, the yelling like, and screaming show, the Hell's Kitchen, right? Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, Hell's Kitchen. And he says I he could deal with it because he's used to it. He's like, I haven't there hasn't been a chef out there who hasn't cussed me out. So yeah. um so we kept trying to get him to go on there, but he was like, No, because he gave up cooking because he always had to cook on on holidays. So on Mother's Day he he wouldn't be able to spend it with his family. So he he just got out of the kitchen. He likes cooking for, for his family and his family alone now. Which that's cool. It's cool if it works for you, but I want him to go on Gordon Ramsay. Um, there is, I watched, awesome. this, I watched this show um, with my kids. I don't even know what it's called. They, it, they just had it on, but it was um, it was about barbecuing. And I don't know who these guys were, but all of them, they made some stuff that you could just come barbecue at my house. So any one of them right. would work for me. Barbecue is delicious. I agree. Right? Yep. Right, I love it. All right, here we go. Here's the last one. You ready for this one? I'm ready. What is something that people are obsessed with, but you just don't get the point of? <laughs> Politics. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get percent Politics. Yeah, I don't follow at all. I never have. I believe in exercising my right to vote, and I've written the same candidate in for 20 years. A lot of people died so that I could vote. So, right. so I do. I vote. I go and vote, and I write in a candidate. But that's okay. Yeah. That's, that's part of it, right? I firmly believe he would make an amazing president. And I might start campaigning for him at some point. You should. You should do it. I get the. I guess I get the point of politics. I just don't get the point of why everybody's so obsessed with it. Well, I don't want to say obsessed, but why it's, it's gotten to the point. Literally, today we were talking about with a group of people about we're not going to go out tonight because whoever wins, the other group is going to be crazy. That's what I told my husband. We were going. I told him. I said, make reservations. I want to go to dinner this evening. He has tonight off, and he said, Do you really think it's a good idea to go out to dinner tonight? I'm like, What are you talking about? And he goes, Honey, the election. And then the 13-year-old something said something about the nation going ham. I'm like, ham? When I was your age, ham meant someone who was funny. You're telling me people ham means getting violent? I'm like, what are you even talking about, kid? So anyway, the hamsters, I might be out there with the hamsters this evening because I would like to go out to dinner with my husband. And I don't really think it's going to be that big of a deal. Although I guess it might be. I guess I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know that I would keep. I don't. I don't know that it would keep me from going out. Right. I'm like, come on. We're not. My life is not ruled by. What? what? <laughs> yeah. So we're we're. I'm. I. He made the reservations. We're going out. I'll have awesome. to report back. <laughs> That's perfect. I, I, I fully support your decision. Thank you. I think mine, and it's kind of funny because it, it, mine's going to have to be Fortnite. Like I just don't get it. <laughs> We don't have, well, we don't have a gaming system in our house yet. I've always been against it. When, when gaming systems first came out, when I was a kid, we never had one. My dad wouldn't let us do it. And now my oldest is 13 and he wants an Xbox and he's been saving his money and blah, 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 blah. blah. So like, literally we're going to go from here next to get the Xbox for him. So Fortnite, right? The dances or whatever, they're super cute. But yeah, I don't, I agree. I don't understand the obsession with games. Well, you'll have to give me his gamer tech. He can play with my son. My son's. Oh, yeah. 14. He plays all the time. He loves that Fortnite. That would be cool. And he's all about helping people out and whatever. 
I don't yeah. know. I, I don't get video games at all. I never have. Even I had them when I was a kid, and they were fun. I mean, they were okay, but it was just I I wanted to go out and ride my bike and wreck my yeah. skateboard. And I spent a ton of time climbing trees. Although I did like Galaga when I was in college, and so I do have this one game that like plugs in with the three colored prong into a really old TV at my mom's house, where I can sit and drink beer and play Galaga like. Thanksgiving or Christmas, it doesn't happen very often. Right. Yeah, you told me about, we were at that picnic and you were talking about climbing trees and then you started looking for trees to climb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. The last amazing tree I climbed was in Mexico in February and I don't know what kind of tree it was, but it was cool because I was in heels and I climbed that thing. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> See, having fun. I'd climb a tree. I, 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 I'd do that with you. I okay, good, we'll do it. It's a tree climbing date. All right. I'm down. We'll make it happen. Good. That'll be fun. <laughs> All right. Well, Amanda, that kind of is starting to wrap up our time. Okay. And I thank you so much. Again, it was. I have fun doing this. This was fun for me. This was exciting. Good. And I got to laugh and smile a lot and not be so serious on the podcast for once. So that's that's always a plus. So. Good. Do you, is there anything just final little, I always give, you know, just little final nuggets that you want to throw out to somebody? Um, well, I'll do one last pitch for homeschool heroes. We're trying to get all the teachers that we can to come in. Um, anybody who's, I want to help them create their own economy, really, truly. So trying to get as many teachers as we can so we can start advertising for students, especially here locally. And then my last thing that I would like to say is that in every negative situation you are in, you get to know exactly what you want. You can't have a solution without a problem. So try and remember that and use that to your benefit. So that way you're using, a, you have your guidance system in tune to show you and point you in the direction of what you're actually wanting in life. And one more thing, don't get too wrapped around the axle about words like, passion and the meaning of life and what's my purpose those words are so emotionally they're so emotionally charged and so many people don't know what it is i don't i wouldn't i couldn't tell you what mine is mm. if we're going to be honest i have no idea i'm passionate about my husband i mean i really love the idea of the businesses that i'm running and i know that there are families that it'll be a huge service for which is why i'm still doing it and pushing forward with it but is it my passion in life to like reform education? I don't know that I could say that. You know what I mean? So, so I would encourage people not to be too, too wrapped around those words, too caught up in their meanings and too worried about it. And meditate so that you can calm your mind and you can start receiving inspired ideas that may very well take you into places that are gonna be a lot of fun and very prosperous. So that's it. That's all I get. See, I like that nugget. I learned from that nugget right there because I always talk about purpose and passion, and that's my thing. But it's really hard. It, it really doesn't hard. have to be. It doesn't. Okay. As long as you're just enjoying what you're doing, does yeah. it have to be all that? No, it doesn't. Just enjoy life, right? Right. Yep. Exactly. Awesome. I love it. I love it. And again, thank you so much. I'm going to put the homeschool for our homeschool heroes um, website in the description and um i think you have is there a fake you had a facebook page or you didn't you, I know we you do started. have a facebook page homeschool okay. heroes has a facebook page it's got the logo on there i need to go in and rework it a little bit but yes we do have a facebook page okay and i'll put that in there too okay cool and then i will encourage people if you know teachers just reach out to them yes get them, send them, them my them. way yeah. Send them my way. You can email me at ahennett at homeschoolheroes.com so you can reach me through the website or through the Facebook page. Okay, perfect. All right. Well, again, thank you so much for being on. I greatly appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, and we'll go have fun climbing trees in, in the next week or so. And you owe me dances and a tree to climb. I just, like, you know that I will hold your feet to the fire on that. I will. I'm going to have to. It won't be this because I have to have my kids. They'll be here next week. You can so, do whenever. There's no time frame on this. It'll, I didn't, be, there's, you, it'll be sometime this month. <laughs> you do you. 
But I'm going to expect to dance, and I'm going to expect a tree climb. Just saying. Got it. You're doing it. <laughs> All right. All right, Amanda. Well, thanks again. Yeah, thanks for having me. Have a good rest of your day. You too. Enjoy dinner with your husband. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you found value in this episode, the best thing you could do is to please subscribe, rate, or review this podcast. If you'd like to further investigate how you can flip your mindset, feel free to contact me through my website at www.garrettgoggins.com. I can't wait to catch you on the next episode.